the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <clears throat> One of my most cherished memories was when our granddaughter, Valerie Joplin, was eight, and we took her to South Padre Island Beach. And this is a place I've known all my life. I've been going there all of my life. I know it very well. And sea turtles are very important to our family because part of life on the island is about preservation of the sea turtle population. In fact, I still remember the Christmas that the kids, we opened our Christmas present, and the kids had bought adoption papers for Larry the sea turtle in our name. <laughs> he still lives there on South Padre. So back to that, that early morning though, um, when Valerie was eight, we pulled that sleepy-eyed little girl out of bed at 5, 5 a.m. and we took her to the place where the newly hatched baby sea turtles were going to be released into the ocean wilderness. Uh, I still remember that morning. It was a poignant beauty, an advent kind of a scene with soft moonlight dancing on the dark ocean waves. So when the baby sea turtles were released, we were there on the shore urging them forward, knowing that as dangerous as the journey is for them, that those baby turtles need to learn to adapt to the wild, unknown waters if they were going to survive. Now, that birth journey is challenging for the mother turtles, too. They come from the ocean, they look for a place to nest in the sand, and then they leave their eggs there before they hatch, and they trust nature to care for those eggs. And that is when the mother turtle makes her way back to the ocean where she can survive. There are all kinds of stories, and we've seen it ourselves, when mother turtles get disoriented. They're in the sand dunes, and they get mixed up about which way they go, and they head out towards the highways instead of the direction they need to be going in. So that's when the turtle rescue team goes out to help them get back to the ocean. So wilderness can be a place of sanctuary. It can be a wonderful place of restoration for the soul. Oh my goodness, when I go out into nature, I just feel that uh, being restored. Let us remember, though, it can also be a place that will take our breath away when we see that life is fragile. Life is vulnerable. So whether it is one or the other, whether it is the wilderness as a time for sanctuary for us or a time when we're just aware of that thin veil of life and death, it is into the wilderness that we are called every church season of Advent. Doesn't matter if we are in year A or B or C, our readings always take us to the wilderness. And I find 
a lot of truth, a lot of meaning in our church seasons. In our human condition, we all have seasons of wilderness. Sometimes in those seasons, we are like that mother turtle. We can't quite figure out, we can't quite see our way clear. And these seasons of wilderness can come about at any time. For instance, if we get a medical diagnosis we were not anticipating for either us or a family member, or any kind of life transition can put us there, or really anything that we experience as unfamiliar. Uh, we all need to know what the signs are for us, and the signs for me is that when I start to feel anxious or I start to feel alone, then I need to question, okay, am I in wilderness? And in those times when our human vulnerability is revealed, our human vulnerability is exposed, we might be tempted to say, this is too hard. It's too hard for me and I want out. Now, sometimes we do need out. So like uh, situations of abuse or situations when we are in physical endangerment, but I'm not talking about those kinds of times. What I'm talking about here is that need that we have to encounter something within ourselves and we're choosing to avoid the reality, saying it's too hard, I want out. So in those times, our Advent wilderness message can have something else in mind for us that is much more health-giving. It is our Advent wilderness guy himself, John the Baptist. I love it when John the Baptist comes around every year, and he points the way for us, saying, it is precisely in our wilderness times that there is spiritual opportunity for us to learn and to grow. But it's not a guarantee. If we are to learn and grow, we won't stand there passively because John the Baptist, for him, his is a very proactive stance of courageously entering that wilderness to encounter what is there. So go on into your wilderness. This is what the resounding voice of John the Baptist shouts from age to age. Go into your wilderness and then pick up your shovel and begin moving the soil. And see if you don't uncover something poignantly beautiful that is waiting there beneath the wilderness sand or in the wild ocean, waiting there for you to discover. I remember learning that lesson so well about 10 years ago when I was given a grant to build a labyrinth for women who were suffering in their own kind of wilderness. And these are women who temporarily live at the Women's Shelter for Domestic Violence. So when I received that grant, there was, uh, as you can imagine, that first rush of excitement of receiving the grant and, oh, something wonderful was going to be created. It was so exciting. But then that rush of excitement came crashing in 
as I started thinking, now, wait a minute, even though I did have a lot to do with our cathedral labyrinth being built in East Garden, I had never organized a construction zone. I had never chosen stone for a labyrinth. I'd never designed the landscape all around it. So much uh, out there that I didn't know was unknown for me, and I was suddenly bewildered, and not only bewildered, but frightened by what lay ahead. Uh, scared of failure, scared of making bad decisions, and really not only feeling vulnerable, but lost in what to do next. So in my despair, I did the only thing I could think to do, which was I found the nearest labyrinth to walk. Uh, and we were in Chicago, but this labyrinth is in Santa Fe, New Mexico, on the plaza right outside the cathedral. That's where I went. And as I stood there at the beginning of the labyrinth, I said a prayer to God for help. And I began walking step by step. And as I walked the path in, my hands got relaxed, my heart unclenched, and with that beautiful dappled sunlight breaking through the trees onto the stone, I felt hope. And then I remembered that with every hard thing in my life, how I made it through was by walking it through, by going step by step. So I heard myself talking to myself, saying, you will do this step by step. So just change your focus from the bewildering and frightening view that you don't know what you're doing to preparing for the work at hand. Just do the next step and the next and the next, and all will be well. Now, there were bumps along the way, I will tell you that. But we built a labyrinth like no other. And some of our traditions here at St. Paul's, like the four colors of the Ocrehater Chapel symbolizing the four directions, that was incorporated right into the center of the labyrinth. So in the Diocese of Oklahoma School of Spiritual Direction, of which I have been appointed the Dean, we are taking up spiritual practices that can help open our awareness and strengthen us in times of wilderness, as well as enhance our delight when we find ourselves immersed in grace. And I'm so happy that uh, today, at the forum and next Sunday at the forum, I'm going to be presenting some things that we are doing in the school. So you can come to the forum and uh, just get a taste of that. I would love for you to come to that. So the wilderness way will not be easy. Let us remember that the call is not that the way has been prepared for us, but the cry of the prophets is for all of us to prepare the way, one step at a time. Wilderness can be good, wilderness can be hard, wilderness can be vulnerable, wilderness can be exhilarating. 
Let us also recognize that wilderness is an active living thing. It leads to something. And in the case of Advent wilderness, it leads to the new light of Christmas. And that we do not get to Christmas Day unless we go through wilderness to get there. So wherever you are on your journey, have courage and do not be afraid. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you may go. Amen.